0: Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kulwant Saluja. Our first reading comes from The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beatty, and the topic is enjoyment. Life is not to be endured. Life is to be enjoyed and embraced. The belief that we must square our shoulders and get through a mere deprived existence for far-off rewards in heaven is a codependent belief. Um, Wow. uh, You know, this is definitely something when I... Know, slide into those codependent type habits, uh, thinking about, you know, if you just put your head down and then there's some payoff after a test or there's, you know, th- this kind of rather than realizing that you can enjoy and embrace life and all its triumphs and, you know, you know, whatever the opposite of triumphs are today. Um, and rather than just that grin and bear it kind of mentality. Back to the reading. Yes, most of us have still have times when life will be stressful and challenge our endurance skills. But in recovery, we're learning to live, to enjoy our life and handle situations as they come. Our survival skills have served us well. They've gotten us through difficult times as children and adults. Our ability to freeze feelings, deny problems, deprive ourselves and cope with stress has helped us to get where we are today. But we're safe now. We're learning to do more than survive. We can let go of unhealthy survival behaviors We're learning new, better ways to protect and care for ourselves. We're free to feel our feelings, identify and solve problems, and give ourselves the best. We're free to open up and come alive. Um, This is so good, Um, especially the give ourselves the best. Um, You know, I think there's this aspect of self forgiving or not being able to forgive oneself. And, you know, I think that's part of self-compassion is understanding that things that happened 20 years ago, just it doesn't really serve uh, to, you know, to deprive yourself of giving yourself the best. Back to the reading. Today, I will let go of my unhealthy endurance and survival skills. I will choose a new mode of living, one that allows me to be alive and enjoy the adventure. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Times of Reprogramming. Do not ask for love unless you're ready to be healed enough to give and receive love. Do not ask for joy unless you're ready to feel and release your pain so you can feel joy. Do not ask for success unless you're ready to conquer the behaviors that would sabotage success. Wouldn't it be nice if we could imagine ourselves having or becoming and then immediately receiving what we wanted? We can have and be the good things we want. All good things are ours for the asking. But first, groundwork, preparation work must be done. A gardener would not plant seeds unless the ground was adequately prepared to nurture and nourish those seeds. The planting would be wasted effort. It would be wasted effort for us to get what we wanted before we were ready. First, we need to become aware of our need or desire. This may not be easy. Many of us have become accustomed to shutting off the inner voice of our wants, needs, and desires. Sometimes life has to work hard to get our attention. Yeah, I think that, that part about, you know, and I think this is in the ACA Big Red Book about the affirmations. And the affirmations are, it's okay. You know, it's okay to want things. It's okay to need things. It's okay to desire things. And I think So many people who come from a, you know, dysfunctional childhood and, you know, trauma background are afraid to, you know, voice these things. And I think a lot of these things are, you know, a fundamental part of being human. Back to the reading. Next, we let go of the old programming, the behavior and beliefs that interfere with nurturing and nourishing the good. Many of us have strong sabotaging programs learned from childhood that need to be released. We may need to act as if for a while until the belief that we deserve the good becomes real. And I think this is the one thing that I always kind of cringed and, you know, there's a program they call it idea deflection, but I do believe that it's very important, uh, you know, in, in my case to, you know, start acting as if and playing with that possibility. Back to the reading. We combine this process with much letting go while we are being changed at the core. There is naturalness to this process, but it can be intense. Things take time. Good things are ours for the asking if we are willing to participate in the work of groundbreaking. Work and wait. Today, God, give me the courage to identify the good I want in my life and to ask for it. Give me also the faith and stamina I need to go through the work that must be accomplished first. She just, I just love reading her. She's just, every word is just not a word wasted when Melody Beatty writes and she just writes so many universal truths that, you know, I'm just, I'm just very grateful that I'm able to read her now. Now we move to ACA Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is stored loss. This sharing of her story with her sponsor or informed counselor reveals destructive patterns in our adult lives while illuminating abuses from our childhood. We also begin to see our grief as stored loss, lying beneath our decisions to wrong ourselves and others. Some of our shares with our fellow travelers are about the deeper self-destructive patterns we have been acting out. We may have assumed that we were helpless to change these patterns. Hope seemed to have vanished from our lives. ACA restores the hope that we can change. The program teaches us that our destructive patterns are learned in childhood, And continue to affect us as adults. And, you know, I think for me, this time of the quarantine and COVID, you know, it's important to have fun and exercise. But I think it is also a really uh, unique opportunity to, you know, come out of some of these patterns, these destructive patterns. And, you know, also integrate the patterns that may have been serving me. Back to the reading. ACA restores the hope that we can change. The program teaches us that our destructive patterns are learned in childhood and continue to affect us as adults. The knowledge that we ourselves aren't self-destructive gives us hope to change what we thought was an unchangeable aspect of ourselves. It solely becomes clear to us that the unexpressed grief is at the root of all the decisions and actions that resulted in hurting ourselves and others. Wow. Wow. Unexpressed grief. I'm not even sure I want to read that part again, so I will just move on. Finally, relief from these habits can be seen as we raise our sights and see step two as giving us the hope we thought was forever lost. On this day, I will share with my fellow travelers my deeper self-destructive patterns in order to help release them. I will express the grief and loss that underpin these habits as I look to step two with a renewed sense of hope. And the final reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is learning to thrive. We learn to keep our thoughts and desires close to our hearts. As we grew up, it was not safe to share any part of us. When we risked being vulnerable and letting people know what we wanted, we were shamed and ridiculed, made to feel stupid for having needs at all, let alone dreams. Our struggles may have been as basic as having to keep our own clothes clean or finding food to eat. We put all our energy into surviving. By the time we were done, we had no energy to claim our birthright, the ability to dream. Today, we nurture ourselves by deciding what we want the universe to send us, because we're open to the possibility that we can have those things. We allow ourselves to swim around in the scent of promise. We deserve it. We realize that wanting something is not bad. It's a healthy part of being human. Now, this I want to read two more times. We realize that wanting something is not bad. It's a healthy part of being human. And, you know, I think so much of, of you know, codependency and childhood is putting somebody else's wants, you know, head of a household or whatever the culture before mine. And, you know, that can also carry over to a workplace that can carry over to a relationship and, you know, it's the give and take, you know, that, and the learning stuff. And I, you know, I can ask for what I want and deserve it. Back to the reading. Today, we nurture ourselves by deciding that what we want the universe to send us, because we're open to the possibility that we can have those things. We allow ourselves to swim around in the center of promise. We deserve it. We realize that wanting something is not bad. It's a healthy part of being human. We allow our minds and hearts to wander because this is how we learn what we want and need. We no longer stifle ourselves with negative images and thoughts. When we are blocked, we talk about it with our sponsor or share in meetings. We don't keep it to ourselves and allow our souls to wither with isolation. We now put our needs first and are not waiting for anyone to rescue us. On this day, I will show up for myself by allowing myself to think of what I want and not just what I need to survive and thrive. And that, I think, is that part of creating that possibility, you know, of thriving and vitality. And those are the words that, you know, I want to live my life with going forward. And that concludes the readings. Until next time, this is Kowan Saluja reminding myself to pause, because that's where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself.